This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, every Monday I give one of you 100 bucks to invest in your idea and to get to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Last week's winner was Dr. Paul Vasquez with My Ads Nation. And he currently is working a full-time job and is dying to get out. Good morning, Top Job. You are listening to episode 274. But first, remember, tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from somebody, the guy, who launched Fun 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 Fest here in Austin and how he went from 3,000 attendees to 16,000 attendees in under five years. Top Tribe, good morning, good morning. You're going to enjoy our guest today. His name is Jason Greenspan, and he's the founder and CEO of Woosh, the next generation cleaning products brand. His product line, Screen Shine, keeps all your screens and devices clean and shining like new. Woosh is a two-time CES Innovation Award honoree. Jason, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready, I'm ready. All right, let's do this. So first things first, what is Woosh and how do you make money? Uh, great question. So Woosh is a cleaning product, right? But we really focus on um, differentiated products. Our first line is called Woosh Screen Shine. Some of your uh, listeners or you may have seen it in the Apple Store or Staples or Office Depot. It keeps all your screens, your mobile phone, your Apple Watch, your connected devices clean, polished, and protected. And how, so how does it work? I mean, is it a wipe? Is it a spray? Yeah. So the first product we have, it's a, it's a spray. So it comes with a spray and a cloth. And basically, you spray it on the cloth, wipe your phone down. It doesn't just clean your phone. It makes it shine like new. And our formulation, what's really cool about our stuff, is um, it's completely non-toxic. So if you go online and see some of our uh, videos on YouTube or whatever it is, um, you know, we show it's non-toxic. I do a demo where I sprayed it in my mouth to just show how clean the product is. And then also, it leaves a nanofilm on your, a nanofilm on your screen that provides resistance to fingerprints. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, you have a beautifully designed website, although the image of the, it looks like a handprint in a Petri dish with all this microbacterial stuff looks disgusting. Yeah, that's a real hand, actually. That's, that's absolutely cool. disgusting. Yeah, it's a six-year-old hand. Um, you know, somebody took their handprint, we took a hand, six-year-old hand, put it down on a Petri dish, watched bacteria grow. And for us, it symbolizes, you know, what your hands touches, your phone touches. Yeah, now you were on, the, it, it makes sense, this, this thing sells, I bet, like hotcakes if you do a live demo. You were, I believe, on either Shark Tank or Dragon's Den, correct? Yeah, we were on the Canadian version, Dragons Den. Okay, how did it do, by the way? I mean, did, what was total sales over the 24 hours after the thing aired? Uh, it was absolutely insane. You know, can't get into specific numbers as we are a private company, but it was uh, in the thousands of units we went through. Okay, so... Um, it, was, it was pretty phenomenal. You know, a product like ours is very much, uh, you know, a see it, a use it, see it, believe it kind of a product. Um, and uh, people are just like, oh my God, like I haven't noticed how dirty my phone is. And we kind of think it's absurd that people don't clean their phones more regularly. Mm -hmm. Now, had, and it's interesting because there was another product that was on Shark Tank, which was basically like a case that you put your phone in and it looked like it like did something. But yours is different because you can take it with you. You can take it on the go. It's a wipe and a spray. Walk us through real quick kind of business evolution. What year did you found the business in? 
Yeah, this was founded in uh, 2009. We pivoted actually in uh, in the fall of 2012. Um, we started out making car cleaning products, so auto detailers, waxes, washes, all that kind of stuff. And we had a really hard time going at it. And um, I had a bottle of my of our we had a, a product called Quick Wash and Detailer. It was an all-in-one kind of spray and wipe down product. And um, I had it on my desk at the office. I knocked it over with my elbow. It leaked on my iPad and I wiped it off. And it just made it like, my iPad was never as clean. Like I, it, it just made it shine like it new. And I showed it to my business partner. I said, you gotta check this out. And um, he had dinner the next night with a buddy of his. And he said, listen, I'm getting out of the remote control helicopter business, but I typically have a booth at CES every year. Why don't you guys take it over and use CES as a kind of like a testing ground? And my partner is much more of an opportunistic guy than I this am. This is 2012? Yeah, so this is fall of 2012. And he's like, let's go to CES and try it out. So like we took our, at the time it was our car cleaning product, and we basically like filled one ounce bottles, and we gave out samples as our proof of concept at CES that year. And um, everything since then is we've been just focusing on this ever since. So how does it, uh, so it's 2012, is it, are you self-funded or have you raised capital? No, no, we're fully bootstrapped right now. Um, we're looking, to, we're starting to look to raise uh, this spring, but we're fully bootstrapped to date and uh, how, profitable. How much are you looking to raise and why are you raising? Um, looking to raise around 5 million bucks. Okay. Um, just, for, just to fund growth, right? You know, we're growing really, really well. I think our, our revenues have, have at least doubled the past three years since we launched this. Uh, we're doing significant, like, you know, we've cleaned over 1.5 million screens the last year, which is a pretty significant number. And we think we've got a significant growth opportunity and we just need funding that to, to drive growth. When you say you've wiped over 1.5 million screens over the past year, so is it fair to say over the past 12 months, you've sold 1.5 million units? I uh, can't get a specific, you know, unit numbers, but we sold a significantly a lot of units. Well, tell me, tell me, tell us what that means or tell me or, or more clearly define what you, what you mean when you say you've wiped 1.5 million screens. How do you measure yeah. that? So, so we assume we know that the average consumer has about 2.5 screens, right? And we know what, how many sprays are in our bottles based on different sizes. And we just do a quick math backwards, figuring how many screens we've, we've done. Oh, um, I see. Our, our sales, so I'll give you some numbers. Our sales are in the multi-million dollar uh, uh, sales figures and you know, we're profitable. So we're talking about a significant business at this time. So what, um, in 2012, you said that was your first year and your first year kind of selling this, what was, to, uh, what was a total revenue in 2012? Uh, again, can't get specific numbers of revenue, like on a, on a, on a public po- yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, to share it. Yeah, well, look, Hey, I have people on all the time that share numbers and the audience uh, actually goes to the website way more frequently when people are super open. Can you give a range maybe? Yeah, so our first year that we did this, uh, we were just under a million dollars. Our second year that we were doing this, we were just uh, over two, and we're on track this year to between between five and ten. Oh, that's awesome! Well, hey, congratulations! So, twenty sixteen, you'll do between five and ten uh, million. And how how do you? I mean, did you guys build? Is this literally just you're buying a car solution off the rack and repackaging as whoosh, or do you have a supply chain you have to manage? Yeah, no, we actually have a supply chain we manage. So we own the IP, the formulation, we developed it, we own it. Um, it's pretty proprietary to us. So we do manage supply chain. And so you took whatever you spit on your desk that one day and you made a few changes so you could patent it or something? Yeah, we changed the formulation. So uh, we actually changed the formulation after after we saw the success of CES. Uh-huh. We brought up some of the properties that are more important to users cleaning screens than uh, car fanatics. Uh-huh. Uh, so we've changed the formulation since. And uh, we're just, we're just you know, trying to grow the business. We have some other products in the pipeline that we're really excited about. You know, I think you mentioned um, some other form factors of the products. They were pretty, we're pretty pumped and excited about. 
Well, and, and for other people listening, and we have millions of people listening, so you're going to get a bunch of sales, but some of them are entrepreneurs thinking about building different kinds of physical products. And obviously, understanding economics on a physical product is valuable to them. So to the extent that you can, let's just take this $10 Whoosh Go, I think is what you call it, the Go yeah. option. It's $10. Sure, yeah, so what is that, yeah, what's that cost you to produce? Yeah, so the way to work from a physical product perspective, it depends on your channels of distribution that you're selling into, right? So just using, you know, standard uh, product economics, most retailers today are looking for, you know, roughly between a, I would say a 35 to uh, 50 points of gross margin so they can afford, you know, the rent, the store, the staff, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just you look at normal business uh, gross margins, you know, you got to make some coin in there too. So you got to make sure that everybody on the, on the supply chain side that they're making some money. So Jason, if we just focus on you selling digitally on your website, on a $10 yeah. sale, what's that cost you to produce? Yeah, so I'm not gonna get specifics around it, just you know, some proprietary business information, but you know, our margins are, I think our margins are pretty good and we're trying to just grow the business. Well, you know, they're obviously the $10 skew, so if you think about, you know, you sell a chocolate bar for two bucks, um, you know, you gotta sell a lot of chocolate bars to make some money, and our, our product line follows the same kind of model. Well, yeah, so, so Jason, Coach us up a little bit here. So on a physical product, what should people expect as a gross margin? I mean, what should they be aiming for? Yeah, I think they should be aiming for roughly, you know, between 40 and 50% gross margin, right? Okay. okay. They're you know, building a branded product. And what about net? Yeah, net bottom line. Most, if you look at most consumer product goods companies, they're netting around 5%, right? Okay. So everybody's a bit different, but if you look at, you know, other companies like Cadbury's or electronics companies, you know, looking about a 5% net income to revenue. And, and so that's most companies. Are you beating the hell out of them or what? Yeah, we're doing, we're, uh, we're happy with our results today. <laughs> we're funding growth, right? So our challenge is we're keeping investing our, our funds in the, in the company to grow the brand and drive product development. So uh, we're doing the right things to fund the business at this stage, but on a mature business should be rough to be driving around 5%. So how, um, how are you getting new customers? Are you spending money on paid acquisition? Uh, no, we're, we're not actually, no, our business has really grown through the wholesale business versus the e-commerce business, which is, you know, it's kind of fun. You think about today, how you would launch a business, a product business, you know, you kind of have three big buckets that we kind of say. So one is, you know, have domain expertise to launch it online either through a, a, a crowdfunding or, you know, have a, a more, a more less costly uh, channel strategy. And three, um, you know, have relationships that you can, that can help you launch. We kind of did it backwards. None of us came from the cleaning business or consumer electronics accessory business to we built the business through the wholesale channel. We keep focusing on that. And three, um, we really didn't have domain expertise. So, so would you say more than 90% of your sales are coming through wholesale versus yeah. selling direct on your website? Yeah, most of our sales right now are coming through the wholesale channel. Wow, that's impressive. Which is pretty great. And I think it speaks to that, you know, the need in the marketplace. I think it speaks to the differentiation of our brand and how we're trying to grow the business. Yeah. Now you mentioned, how many full-time employees do you guys have? Yeah, we're at 10 full-time employees. 10, okay. So you mentioned that you're looking to potentially raise capital somewhere maybe around $5 million. Um, I don't I, I don't get my head in the product and physical goods space. Often I'm a SaaS guy, software guy. For sure. How, how is a product company like yours valued a value from a valuation perspective? Yeah, I think, you know, you don't look at, you know, recurring revenue and SaaS kind of that model. You look at, uh, at, at this stage of our growth, you look at, uh, I think, your your revenue. I think you look at multiply, like, like just like you would like a SaaS model in a way, what traction you're getting, right? What's your sales growth? And you take a multiplier on top line revenue and you see how big the market could be. There's some really great product companies out there, like, you know, like, you know, a Warby Parker or an Honest Co. Um, or even to a degree, which is a product-based company, like a Dollar Shave Club, although it's a, a subscription-based business that is selling a physical good. And um, you look at our business, you say, okay, you know, where's the growth opportunity and how you value it? I think you take a multiplier on revenue. So, so when you're negotiating with a VC for this round, you're able to convince them to look at top line versus net, mar net, net margin. Yeah, it's too early in our business to look at net margin. You know, we're still in the growth phase of business and investing 
in growth that we think, you know, online for us, it could be a significant channel and growth opportunity for us. So, you know, net margin, although we are profitable and we've done that deliberately to, to really show the, to show ourselves and the investor community that, listen, this business is profitable. We want to grow a profitable business. It isn't always just about funding growth um, and, you know, sacrifice in the bottom line, but there are times where you have to make the investment, to, you know, to get the, 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 the brand to the marketing and grow the business. And in your world and a physical product world, what are investors willing to do in terms of a, a multiple and annualized top line revenue? You know, that's a really interesting question. We've had some really good conversations with some people. Some people are taking less than, you know, one times, you know, this year's or next year's revenue. Some people are taking more than that, right? You know, it's really about the stickiness of your business, stickiness of your brand, stickiness of your product. I think that's really important to them. And what are, what are the, you know, the barriers to barriers to entry for other people? And, you know, do, does your business have some proprietary um, or, some, you know, some barriers to entry or barriers to, barriers to exit for some other people as well? You mentioned stickiness of product. Would you consider your product pretty sticky? Yeah, you know, you've never tried it yet, and I'd love to get you some samples to try it. What's yeah. really cool about our product is we find, if you look at the reviews on Amazon or on our website, um, you know, once people use it once, we think they, they, you know, they're really happy with the product and how it performs, and they use it. And I think for us, it's about trial and getting people to understand and care about, you know, that their screens are dirty. You know, we find it completely asinine that you wash your clothes, you wash your hands, you wash your dishes, but you don't clean your phones that you touch all day long. Right. It's like this bizarre, bizarre thing. And it's like, you know, our job is to educate consumers about it is important to clean your phone just like you wash your hands. Yeah. So the education thing, you know, it's so interesting when you study history, you know, cavemen didn't care about deodorant. So someone had to convince someone that smelling bad was bad to then sell them deodorant. Same thing with P&G and how they convinced everyone you need to buy toothpaste or conditioner or this other stuff. So it's like your biggest opportunity in terms of growth and building a billion dollar business is convincing the market that there's a real problem there. Yeah, and, you know, and, I th- and I think it's working. I think you've seen what our growth rate has been the past couple of years. You know, we're in the over 200%, 300% growth rate the past couple of years, you know, starting from zero, right? Um, I think we're demonstrating that there is a need in the market. Consumers are, are understanding it. And what's really interesting is as more people have connected devices, whatever they're going to be, from wearables to phones to, to tablets to, you know, smart home things, this stuff needs to be clean. And using standard over-the-counter cleaners just aren't up to snuff. Those technologies were developed you know, um, either in the, most of them were developed in the uh, early night, early, early 20th century and haven't changed since. And they were designed, you know, a lot of them were designed to clean inert glass. Yeah. And what you're actually touching today is actually a piece of electronics that has sensors built in and, and power running through and rubber gaskets around the edge. And it isn't an inert piece of glass and coatings on it that do funky things. And, um, you know, you, you need different products to keep them clean and hygienic versus the old school stuff that you typically use. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now.
Well, hey, Jason, we're going to link to all of this Top Drop in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 274. So you can check out the product. Again, that's nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 274. Jason, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show, which is the wrap up, but it has a special name. Do you know what time it is? It's whoosh time. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? I'm ready. We'll call it the famous whoosh time. Okay. All right. Let's no, do it. Number one. What's your favorite business book? Oh, um, Purple Cow. Seth Godin. Number two, Seth is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Um, no, you know, my, I think the one that I really love right now is uh, um, I love um, uh, Parker at Nike. I love what's happening in the footwear apparel space and also uh, Kevin Kevin Plank, I think, at Under Armour. They're doing some really cool stuff and with some, you know, fabric and shoes and they're doing some really innovative stuff with it. And if you guys want to learn more about Under Armour and their business, Kevin acquired the guest we had on an episode 261 of the top, Robin Thurston. Uh, Under Armour bought them for $150 million. So go check out that episode if you'd like. Number three, yeah. Jason, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Uh, the favorite online tool that I have? Yeah, that you enjoy, your favorite. Yeah, so I, I actually we love PipeDrive. It's, a, it's our CRM system that we actually love it. It's uh, simple for a product company. It's really great. It's really effective to manage your sales pipeline. All right, next question, Jason. What's your situation currently? Married, single, do you have kids? Married, two kids, two boys, 10 and five. Oh, wow, and how old are you? Uh, I'm 39. So as you're building this business, you're 39, you have a family, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Definitely not. <laughs> like five, maybe? Yeah, maybe like that. You know, the first, I think the first year of the business, I went to bed at two and up at six every day. Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah, geez Louise. But you know what? Like when you're, when, it's funny, there's a quote that we have in the office. You know, when you're passionate about something, um, it's not called stress, right? It's only stressful if you don't like what you're doing. And, you know, I love building this business. I love what we're trying to do about, you know, creating a new category of clean with Wush. We've got some really amazing stuff coming out, and it's just really exciting. Well, so last question is, take us back 19 years, Jason. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, start a business you know, at that time, it's way, you know, with, with a family, it's, it's, it's amazing. Got a very supportive wife and supportive kids and supportive friends. Um, but you know, it would be, it would be a, a little bit easier to, you know, live in my parents' basement and starting a business without worrying about some of the other, you know, responsibilities you have with having a family do it earlier. You know, I was in corporate life for about, um, 15 years of my life before, my, you know, this venture that I, that I started up. And um, I definitely would have done it earlier. You know, take the risk. There's more opportunities and it's easier today than it ever has been to take a shot, see if it works, and don't worry about the failure side of it. You can always do it again. Top Tribe, there you have it. Start earlier. You've got nothing to risk from Jason himself, who launched a business in 2012 at CES, did around a million dollars in first year in sales, on track this year in 2016 to do between five and $10 million, crushing it with his brand, Whoosh. Jason, thank you for taking us to the top. You're welcome. Thanks, Jason. Anytime. Okay, Top Tribe, if you loved Jason today, go back and listen to Ben Williamson yesterday. Ben launched an app that is redefining on-demand apparel commerce, and it already has 3 million downloads and 3 million in sales. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.